check one, check two, this is it. Welcome to the Cannabis Coffee Hour with your host, me, Rob Cantrell, coming back for another episode here in Prospect Park. I got an awesome guest, a killer dude, my man, the myth, the legend. Uh, he does. He has a great show in Brooklyn, New York that you need to check out. It's at uh, Young Ethel's Weekly. Awesome. Uh, I've known him from New York and L.A. He writes. He's cool. He's nice. Give it up for the Mr. Zach Sims, everybody. Oh, thank you, Rob. Thank you for having me. Oh, we're here. We're all teched out. Uh, Absolutely. I thought you did. You had to do the intro twice, and I thought you brought great energy both times. Thank I you. I commend you. Yeah, absolutely. It's and always hard. It's not easy to do. It's not easy to do. No. Uh, showbiz is hard, and we're in a public space. Sure, sure. It has its own issues. Uh, we're handling well, I think. Um, a lot of uh, wealthy parents, yes. I feel like, yeah. There might be a field trip over here, potentially. I did see that in the house. This is at Winter. Uh, it's a cafe here in Prospect Park. If you ever get to Brooklyn, come to Prospect Park. It's the best park oh in the God, world. Oh my God, sure, absolutely. Uh, and they have a cafe, a new one, the last three years, uh, and it has good coffee and there's bathrooms. And that's the thing. I did not know there were bathrooms. Oh, there's bathrooms and there is a, a break in the fence over here. <laughs> okay, sure. You wanna jump. Nature's bathroom. Nature's yeah. bathroom, mm -hmm. which is also you know, something we could talk about, public, how you feel about public peeing. Sure. Or public smoking. Mm -hmm. or, uh, but we'll just start with coffee in general. I've okay. got a nice uh, cup of iced coffee. What did you get? I just went over. We got a little, I have treated you to a nice cup of coffee. Thank you again. Yeah. I got a nice coffee. I, I can be, a, generally, I'm a, I would say I'm a cold brew guy. But I also feel like I've been drinking way too much coffee lately. Mm -hmm. So I've been occasionally transitioning into, a, into an iced. Uh, but this is just a standard iced almond milk. Feel good about it. Yep. Yeah, when satisfied. did you switch to almond milk? Oh, that's a great question. Normally, I'm a half and half guy. Yeah. Because I don't want to spend, as we talked about, I just don't want to spend the extra dollar. Yeah. Uh, where they gouge you. Yeah. On the almond milk. Uh, almond or milk. milk. Yeah, yeah. They do get bougie yeah. on it. They just yeah. uh, they upcharge you. And on I appreciate it. the coffee shops that will have the almond milk out. Yeah. I'll go to those places more. Hungry Ghost. Yeah, shout out Hungry Ghost. Shout out, they got their own Stumptown Bean. Mm -hmm. It's a great spot, good croissants. We'll do an episode at Hungry Ghost. Oh, I, I have done it. some beans from them. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, they got a great bean over there. Got a great bean. But generally, I guess just, I have, can't remember the last time I did just milk. Yeah. That's, you know, in Brooklyn, come on. You Not in Brooklyn. No. Yeah, at home I do it because if I run out of my almond sure. milk. Yeah. But, dude, I got some new stuff this week that blew me away. Oh, yeah? And it was only five. It was like $5, but it was uh, w it was worth it. Five's not bad. Five dollars. It was a creamer. Oh. And it's, uh, Laird Hamilton. He's this big wave surfer. I have heard of him, yeah. Yeah, he's, and he has a... And he, he's a huge, like he does Mavericks and all those. He was like the original toe-in surfer dude. Okay. Uh, and he lives in Hawaii, and he's... Married to, I don't know sports, you know sports, but he's married to Gabby Reese, is that right? The Olympian? Okay. I don't know a lot about toe-in uh, surfing, <laughs> to be honest. But he's but, like, a yeah. he has a health food line. Okay. And he has a creamer, and it mm -hmm. has mushroom cream. It's mushroom oh, wow. cream and coconut oil and cinnamon. And it's all like, and he's super California, sure. you know, it's just like super ingredient, uh, yeah. top shelf health. And uh, it just rips. It rocks. It has like this horchata feel oh. to it that gives my iced coffee 
uh, thing. Now, I I, nice. I got, got a small because I already made a pour over this morning. Good for you. And yeah. actually, I had some leftover iced coffee from the night before. <laughs> I have I have been going really hard in the paint with coffee. I try to even it out with the herb. Sure. And sure. I, and I try to keep it down to one pot a day. Okay. And then if I'm jonesing for a little something in the afternoon in case I have a show or something, kombucha mm-hmm. I dig. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, I do a uh, pour over as well. Oh, you pour got over yeah, as yeah, well. pour over. Yeah. It's just the evolution of man has Absolutely. happened. Grind the beans. Grind uh, it. Kimex. Yeah, Kimex uh, all, all day. All over. And I, yeah, I'll do about a, almost a liter in the morning. Yeah. And then... Uh, Oh, then some usually in the afternoon as well. Yeah, yeah. So I'm still drinking lots of coffee. Yeah. But I'm just, uh, uh, yeah, trying to bring it down ever so slightly. Yeah. Yeah, you got to, it'll, it'll fry you out. Like our kids, the same thing with herb. I, you know, uh, this Good is lesson. the can of this coffee hour. And I never wanted to have a podcast where you have to smoke weed mm-hmm. or you have mm-hmm. to drink coffee. You could do whatever the fuck you want on my podcast. Uh, I might be a little high, which I am <laughs> right now. I had a couple one hitters before the show. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but with coffee is the same thing. Like you just gotta, you gotta feel yourself. And definitely, if you have anxiety and you have like too many cups of coffee, you can explode, man. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I definitely found that I wasn't sleeping, and panicked pretty much all the time. So that's like a tougher. You know, you got to cut down on the coffee a little bit when you're yeah. in that experience. Yeah. You gotta. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You gotta cut it down, and then yeah, by nighttime try to work it all out. Used to love a night coffee, by the way. Just a side note. You do. Used to. Yeah. Used to when I lived in L.A., I would go to a diner. Diner coffee is barely coffee, I guess. Anyway, but you'd have about four or five diner coffees run after a show or whatever, eleven at night. You were a big diner guy. I Mm -hmm. I did I did some diner years. Like after show, stand ups would go to a diner Mm -hmm. and eat some eggs. Would you do a whole egg thing? Sure, I'll have an egg, of course. Yeah, I'm trying to stick to more whites, egg whites these days. But uh, but yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's the same thing with whole milk. Like I'll use it if I ran out of everything else. Mm -hmm. But it's just weird how society has like gotten smarter in the last ten years. Like. Even regular dudes like us are like, we gotta have oat milk. Sure, I, can't, sure. I can't drink this uh, yeah. funky old uh, old milk. This is gonna clog my heart up. I grew up. Skim was, you know, that was the healthiest thing around. Oh, the yeah. healthiest yeah. thing around. Mm-hmm. And now mm-hmm. it's not healthy. Yeah, my mom wouldn't. No, we'd do two percent. You did two percent. My we lived with my grandmother for a while. She was very health conscious, so we were skim, oh, which is just flavored water. I mean, skim is nothing. I know. Uh, yeah, and then uh, yeah. No salt hey, in anything. He got you ready to, for almond milk. Sure. The sure. first batch of yeah. almond milk definitely yeah. had a little bit of skim. But, yeah, the first time you start messing around with skim milk, you're like, oh, my God, is this water? What is this? I still don't know how almond milk happens or oat milk. I don't really need to know. No. I could walk, look it up, uh, watch a YouTube, I'm sure. But uh, whatever they're doing, it's fine. Now, are you drink? would you drink a glass of almond milk? Would you do that? Would you just? I love it in cereal. In cereal, sure. In the yeah. afternoon, I do a cup, yeah. and then there was a box of cinnamon toast. Oh, good around. for you! Yeah, sure. I, it was. It wasn't. Usually, I do granola and mm-hmm. some uh, granola, and then uh, some yogurt. You know, do a little parfait action, and oh. then I like to to cut it <laughs> with sure. the oat milk because the mm-hmm. granola gets too crunchy. Yeah, of course. You gotta violent. soak it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm yeah. Just, at the point in my life, all I want is smoothies and soup. Sure, <laughs> sure. No, that's fair. You got to protect the roof of your mouth, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, things get violent, of course. Things get violent mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. We're chewing bones. Sure. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, but yeah, the, coffee. Where are you with cannabis these days? Um, 
Are you smoking? Are you not smoking? Oh, I smoke weed. I we talked about. I I don't love any. I'm not a big fan of performing in any capacity. Uh, having smoked. Yes. Um, but yeah, I smoked. I smoked. We did. You did my show last night. I smoked afterwards. You know, yeah. just stuff like that. Generally. Keep um, it till after after the, the nighttime after the business is done. Usually, yeah. still sometimes. Now I'm I'm more. I would say I've transitioned more into an indica world. Yes. Uh, which has been better for me, which I never thought would happen. Yes. But uh, but yeah, still certainly ripping it. Ripping uh, it up, yeah, yeah, it's good for sleep. Indica good is for great sleep. Uh, for sleep, and especially if you're doing any manual. Li- I mean, it's just uh, that's a good. I think that's a good uh, healthy one. That was definitely, especially when I. Uh, because, you know, I lived here and then I lived in L.A. and then I moved back here. When I came back, the degree of public smoking and the degree of, like, just times I would see construction guys just smoking a blunt, like, on a piece of machinery. But I guess it is good for labor, no, as you say. Yeah. No, we can talk about it. I talk about it. I mean, uh, this podcast is all about keeping real and, uh, well, I don't. everybody says keep real, whatever sure. that means. But I just want to be in the moment. This yeah. podcast is definitely about the moment. And it is just odd. And I like seeing these subtle changes and talking about it. Because the world, we act like everything's normal. But the world is completely flipped. You're sure. right. Because yeah. I worked in, I did, I had a little side gig for a minute. And I would, it was heavy construction hangout. Like okay. all construction. And, and during lunch break, and there was all these carts of food and shit. And it was in Long Island City down by the water, like mm. in the warehouse district. I was yeah. just, uh and then every, all the construction were smoking joints yeah. and smoking blunts. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh, shit. Yeah. It's never been like this. Construction actually looks fun. <laughs> uh, I yeah. want to do it. No, but if I wasn't so lazy, no. Uh, sure. But construction is hard work. Shout out to all construction Very noble. Work. And I think they need herb. But, yeah, people do need to, like, if you're doing machinery, like, I'm trying not to judge, like, but you shouldn't do that. And even yesterday I was in my car and this young buck uh, – was just blasting his music and had sure. just the fattest joint. And yeah. we were in the middle of traffic and yeah. he had it Isn't hanging crazy? out the window, yeah. like driving. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's a part of me that is Californian and I saw this like 15 years ago in sure. Oakland. Like I remember driving and people were smoking joints oh, yeah. and shit. Well, I've d- I mean, when I lived in LA, I would do that from time to time uh, as well. But it is just, especially, yeah, the, because, uh, you know, when uh, it used to be, I would smoke weed on the street or whatever with a one-hitter, yeah. classy, yeah. you know. But you would always be looking over your shoulder. I knew multiple people who got arrested for smoking weed in public, I did, you know. Yeah. yeah, I did here in New York. It was a part, yeah, a lot of comics got popped for smoking weed after shows. And yeah. now you'll be in the park, you'll see somebody smoking a joint. You'll be at a daycare or parents smoking a joint, you know. <laughs> it's bank, like Yes, yeah, the tellers ripping a bog. Yeah, of course. New York has, does not care. They like, don't care. They don't care. Yeah. You know, and what I'm finding, D.C. is the same way because D.C. went legal. But what happens is there's only so many people that have the jobs for weed. Sure. That's fair, too. Yeah. You know, because yeah, yeah. as adults, yeah. it's mm-hmm. hard to get ripping uh, high all the time, every time. And that was one of the reasons I leaned into comedy that I was like, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I was like, that's what everybody's like, Rob, you might smoke too much pot for comedy. And I'm mm-hmm. like. Well, that's why I got into this. <laughs> yeah. I, I knew what yeah. the nine to five mm-hmm. was. Mm-hmm. I, I had a nine to five. I had a suit job for like three and a half years. And you can't smoke weed. Even if you are, it's not fun. But with stand up, sure. it can be fun. But as life gets older and, and you want to stick the landing and opportunities happen, like mm-hmm. you said, you know, stand up's just hard. You got to be on point. Yeah. If you want to super kill it all the time. And sometimes being uh, weeded out can. It, 
you know, take you kind of like sleepy for me at least too sometimes. And I find for me and everybody's got their own thing, but, uh, particularly if I get high, like right before I go on stage, there's just no chance I can ever deviate from what I'm going to do. I'm going to do the jokes that are in my head and I'm going to do them the exact way I have them in my head. And then I'm just, I'm just trying to survive basically. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, we're not that I'm Robin Williams or whatever, but with without the weed, you can at least feel a little more loose for me, at least sometimes. Yeah, you can be yeah. a little bit more present in the moment and uh, look at the situation at hand as it truly is. Yes, yeah. And you're like, oh, I'm bombing, but then you're like, oh, if you're sober, not high. You're sure. Like, oh, it's kind of a weird room, and mm-hmm. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. That, and when I get in my head, I kind of get in my head. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you know, uh, it's. It's tricky, you know. Like right now, I, I might smoke a little bit of weed since we're talking. Live your life, man. Of I course. Live yeah. my life here. Mm-hmm. This is the Cannabis Coffee Hour, and it does go well with herb. What about now? Your background's interesting because sure. you are from the South. Yes. Where in the South? Because I grew up in Virginia. A lot of my family's all from the Appalachian Mountains. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, from New Orleans. Okay. Uh, my mom's side of the family are from Knoxville, so that's a little more Appalachian. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I got an uncle in Knoxville. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I've only been there a handful of times, but uh, yeah, I'm from New Orleans. You're yeah. from New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So not a fully what one would consider a Southern experience, but then it's its own experience. It's its own thing. Yeah. We like to say it's more European. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the I would agree. Yeah. The but I don't even the. We, I don't think weed's legal there, though. No. But I don't think anybody cares. Nobody yeah, yeah. cares. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know much. The thing about New Orleans uh, is sad about me is that I've never been. Oh, you got to get down there, Rob. I got to get down there. I know. I know. Uh, and it is one of the coolest places in, in the world. Mm-hmm. It's act- And it does actually. Yeah. And in America, it actually has American culture. Which is hard to find, like real yeah. culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, no, that's the, true. That's the. It's got its own. That's the thing about the South. The South, yeah. Some of the culture's rough, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it is culture. Like it's not sure. plastic. There's roots, and there's a reason for it all. Sure. No, there's a history. Uh, you know, different kinds of it. Absolutely. It's definitely. Uh, you know, New Orleans is definitely a city that has a, a level of diversity you don't get in a lot of other places. You know, yeah. I always like it. Just a little thing, but like. I'm a big Saints football fan, you know, and you'll watch a game on TV and they'll show like the lower, basically the expensive seats. And it is not just like trust fund, like bankers and stuff like that. There is more of a a diversity there, which is nice. But it's, uh, yeah, it's definitely, there's also like six police officers in the whole city. So that's, so there's like the, they don't care about weed. Everybody has a a little bit of cocaine on them and a drinking problem. Yes. Yeah. And they love, uh, you know, they love to shoot you down there. So they have more issues. So the drugs, they don't think about quite as much, but, uh, but yeah, it's guns. Yeah. It's definitely nice to be from a place where I tell somebody where I'm from and they go, Oh, that's cool. As opposed to, you know. You know, many other cities uh, in America, it's maybe not as exciting. But I know. Uh, yeah. But that's what I feel like when I moved here, you know, I started getting my head around the Northeast, which mm-hmm. was very weird for me to understand until I've lived here for like 15 years. Now, see, in my and head. Now I'm like, Connecticut, I kind of understand that. Yeah. Jersey, I kind of understand that. Like, it's, it's just a lot of 
people. See, I'm from such a deep south. I think Virginia to me is almost the northeast. But I, I know, know that that's not uh, uh, how that goes. I'm yeah. D.C., which is like right in the middle. It is in the middle. It that's is a great right. City. In, yeah, it's a great city. People are. It's not as much money as here, and but people also are college educated. So it's not like sure. super one percent, but yeah. it's not super dumb, and it's super diverse. African American culture, black culture, whatever you want to call it, is just deep and running yeah. powerful. Absolutely. And uh, as you said, I grew up. The same way where I looked at black culture, I knew that there was rich people. There was it mm -hmm. wasn't the same stereotypes that was mm -hmm. fed to me. It was mm -hmm. like no, there's there's levels in awe of class in everything. You know? Yeah, sure, absolutely. Yeah, I uh, I oh man, I had something to say about DC and I lost it, but <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, you love performing there. It's a good comedy. It is town. a fun place to perform. Yeah. yeah, I haven't been. I went on a little run right before COVID. And I can't remember where I performed there, but uh, it is fun. It just take the train. It's from head. Oh, this is what I was going to say about Connecticut. Yes. It's not that interesting, but uh, I am. That's what I learned about Connecticut. It's yes. Not that interesting. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I just it blows my mind in my head, and I know this is not true, but this is like getting your head around the Northeast. I just can't fathom that there are not the basically there are bad parts of Connecticut because in my head, yeah. every square inch of that is just the richest. Uh, you know, waspiest. Golf, yeah, yes, golf, absolutely. Yeah, we're playing lacrosse, getting playing away golf. with vehicular manslaughter. Yes. you know, uh, kind of folks. But I know, but they got uh, heroin up there, or whatever. They got their own issues. Oh, oxy. Yeah, yeah you yeah, go oxy. to some of these like uh, towns where Yale is. Like driving through some of these places. Yeah, everybody's got it kind of. Yeah, some yeah of these sure. Secondary cities got it rougher than the main cities. New Haven Towny, that would be tough. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, you're surrounded by Yale students. That would not be a good time. I would yeah. imagine. Yeah. And then, yeah, but everybody's moving upstate. Like, there is cool parts of New York. Uh, sure. Uh, everybody's kind of moving upstate. And I, I love hippie shit. Like, I do have a tie-dye on. I don't really like tie-dyes that much, but it was my clean shirt. <laughs> uh, and so I wore this. And then, uh, uh, but I do love kombucha. I love outdoors. I sure. Love, Are you uh, making your own kombucha? No, no. Okay. I just, right. I, and I don't even know that much, and I don't even drink it that much. But whenever I do... I'm excited. Does it right? give you a little yeah. lift? Gives That'd me a little nice. lift. It's mm -hmm. clean. The vinegar feels like it's cleaning my blood. Oh. Because I do the apple cider vinegar every day. Like, I'm always thinking about my body. Like, I'm always thinking a little bit health conscious, even though, yeah. I'm always like, oat milk. I'm always trying to just go lean and mean. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I respect that. And that's how kombucha I just see as, like, an alternative to, like, the, the one time I found it that was dope was in Denver at a bar, and they had it on tap. So everybody was oh, having Oh, yeah, that beers, makes sense. Sure. Yeah, yeah, And then I yeah. just started drinking kombucha sure. and yeah. smoking legal cannabis in Denver. Time of your life. And I was having the time of my life. Yeah. I, it was keeping me up. It was mm -hmm. clearing out the funk. That is nice. I do always think about just how... Uh, you how much more important it is now to be like high functioning in almost every way. Yeah. Just like I think about like uh, like Hank Williams, the old man, the original. Yes. That like this guy who died of he drank himself to death of like twenty seven or whatever. Yes. And the amount you have to drink to do that is insane, of course. And then you look at what he like he's like the hate. Basically, he every song he did is the most simple. You could be so drunk and play. He's like the hate good looking guy. Yes. It's just everything is the most basic shit in the world, and now you have to operate at such. So you can't just go, you know, drunkenly slur, "Hey, good looking," and people think you're a genius. You have to operate at such a high level. Even like athletes, they used to like smoke cigarettes at halftime, yes. but now they're like monitoring their sleep and everything. It's yeah. just like yeah. you have to, 
you can't it is you know we're living longer now and yes, people yeah. that everybody's bumming out on life and i'm not i'm like and i just turned 50 like i'm just learning who i am it feels like and it just learning like things come and things go yeah. you know I've, oh, and nice. especially with show business like i've seen that like somebody be super popular mm -hmm. and then the next two they're canceled and <laughs> sure they're like sure. the last yeah. person you want to be and it, uh -huh. it's like there's a flip side to all of it it's like I've seen it come and seen it go. And I, I guess what I'm saying is, like, I think people are learning to try to live. Yeah. You know? And, yeah. like, oh, I'm going to drink oat milk. I don't want a heart attack. Oh, I don't like this feeling of anxiety. Maybe I'll try some cannabis. Uh, maybe I'll try trauma with, I mean, psychedelics. Everybody's talking about cannabis. But, sure, sure. But how mainstream psychedelics, my, psychedelics almost seems more mainstream and more approved mm -hmm. from the American consciousness out there right now because there's so much mental health and so much like backed up trauma from generations mm -hmm. that everybody's just like you know almost like di doing high dives into it but i haven't done that many mushrooms myself it's been a while for me it's been a while it was in this park this very park last time oh. i did it but uh yeah with a group yeah it is it feels like even like high-powered ceos who like do cold plunges and, and all that stuff are also microdose yeah, you know yeah yeah, yeah they're yeah. all microdosing yeah, yeah. they're all, yeah. oh yeah especially mm -hmm. the one percent they've been ayahuasca mm -hmm. since sure the day you know ayahuasca i would do that's like the last frontier i would uh consider doing yeah. i think drug wise yeah I think uh, what I'm up for, and I haven't, I need like really good mushrooms, like in Colorado, like mm -hmm. in a controlled natural space. Yeah. And maybe by myself. Sure. In a dark yeah. room, maybe? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I could handle, I don't know. I, I, nowadays, it's like anytime I can get peace and quiet. Sure. I That's could. fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I get that. Yeah. Uh, I that can, I'd sense. be like, oh, these mushrooms are nice. There's no TV. Like mm -hmm. nowadays, it's almost when I'm not looking at my phone, I find it trippier. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I'm looking at my phone. I was talking about it last night. Like, mm -hmm. I, you know, that those late night hours, like, I'm going to watch a, a, a movie I like, or mm -hmm. I'm going to get high and watch this thing. Now I just like get high and just stare at the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> well, good for you. I mean, there is like something. I sometimes think about because I'm, you know, I'm a big coffee shop guy. Yeah. And uh, I will sit, I'll write in a coffee shop sometimes. And like sitting in a coffee shop with a notebook is the most almost perverse act anybody could do in the modern times. I'm just like the only human who's not like not looking at their phone. Yeah. yeah or but not I on a love laptop. it. Of course I do too. But oh, it's like. A cup of coffee in your notebook. Yeah. That was another reason I got into stand up. Sure. I loved yeah. going to the yeah. coffee shop. I loved uh, getting out my notebook and going over my four half-written jokes <laughs> over uh -huh. and over again and trying to write new ones. But it's like if you're – nowadays, it's like you are, best-case scenario, a poet if you're sitting. It's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, you're and a you're psychopath. you're fronting. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're almost fronting. Mm -hmm. But I do think there is some uh, – there's a different energy in textile things right now. Oh, yeah, sure. Because, That's fair, too, yeah. yeah, yeah because yeah. it's like uh, – Okay, you're being so creative, but it's all going into this Instagram grid, mm -hmm. or it's all going into this YouTube page, mm -hmm. and it's not, you know, it's like almost your art is already framed in a way that you have no control of, which mm -hmm. takes kind of like the creative element out of it a little bit. It's definitely going like you see like more like kids or like I read an article at least about like New York high school kids who all are like using flip phones now and uh, yeah. like don't have Instagram and all that stuff. So it is. Yeah, it kind of goes. That's dope. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. 
uh, yeah, it's it's the world is changing rapidly, and I'm all here for it. I That's guess. great. Good to have that positive mindset. You know. Yes. Uh, I'm probably more filled with terror in general, <laughs> but I, I support that. I support that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah th- there's a reason for all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, and I know just being too positive is like fake, and you can't do that. Sure. Um, sure. But it's good to. And it's yeah. tricky. But you just don't. The, the the thing I know is like nobody knows. Sure, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's good to embrace the unknown. It's good to embrace right? the unknown. Yeah. Even the that's people, you know, there's the, the people that talk so much shit about how they know what's up and what's going to happen. Yeah. Well, those the are the more worst they ones. talk, the more they're telling me they don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure. No. Absolutely. Absolutely. Protest too much. Yeah. They would say. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's nothing less interesting than somebody who seems to think they know what they're doing or or know what's going on, you know? Yeah. yeah. But yeah. you do need some confidence going forward, especially with comedy, like, you know, especially, like, just handling your business. Like, everybody's high performance right now mm-hmm. in terms of uh, – so a sense of confidence. Sure. It's like a confidence – but then you can't be cocky. I don't know. I'm always trying to do that balance. Well, I always feel like with stand-up in particular, there's like a fine line where like you don't – everything – basically you can't always win and you can't always lose in yeah. your stage. So you can't just be this confident kind of dick who's just like, look at how dumb everybody else is. I got everything figured out. But you also can't be like so self-deprecating to a degree that's like, well, why am I listening to you talk if you think you're the worst human being that's ever lived? Yeah. So there's always, yeah, the, you need that a little bit. Uh, but it's also like, I feel like, you know, self-awareness is so important in comedy and you don't so, want, yeah, yeah, you gotta at least be somewhat aware that you're not the best. You know what I mean? But yeah, while, yeah, still, yeah, yeah. while still having the confidence in some degree. You yeah. can be the best, I mean, to, yeah. to be more positive, you got to be your best self. You yeah. be the yeah, best yeah, yeah. you yeah. and not worry about everybody else, but also yeah, and that's the humbling thing about comedy. And I think with art and even money, like I it's like somebody's always going to be better. Somebody's always going to have more. Sure, yeah. In life, there's just always mm-hmm. <laughs> something. Mm-hmm. So you just got to keep on in your own little bubble and try to build up. Well, there's always a bunch of people that, you know, are maybe doing better than you or whatever, however you want to context that. Yes. And then there's a bunch of people that would uh, be happy to be where you are uh, right now. Yeah. Basically, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, especially with comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Now, with New Orleans, did you grow up with music? Where, do you love music or was it too much? It was almost like living in the church. You were like, ah. <laughs> well, I did live in the – I grew up very religious, so I did live in the church. Which has, which uh, I have a so. theory that, I mean, uh, rock and roll comes from the church. Sure. There's yeah, no the Elvis Presley. There's no R&B without yeah. uh, Southern Baptist method. There, without that church organ – just sure that Jerry Lee Lewis shit. Yeah, I uh, grew up Southern Baptist, so I was raised. Southern, yeah, yeah, there yeah, you yeah. go. Yeah, but I we, grew up Methodist. Oh, there you go. Yeah, which yeah, is sure. uh, it's the light version of Baptist. Is that what it is? Yeah, okay, it's like the Diet Coke. Okay, of Baptist. well that's good. Yeah, I uh, so I yeah I listened to like Christian rock. Oh yeah, and uh, my dad would play oldies in the in the. I got radio, a cousin so. that plays Christian rock. Oh really? It's not a bad pivot or gig, you know. Yeah, some people yeah. look down on Christians or people that listen to Christian. But when you're in the South and in some of these towns, and your aunt has cancer and your foot's about to fall sure. off, yeah, you don't want to yeah. listen to like some yeah. arty Lou Reed shit. Yeah. You got to put on something like Jesus help me, my mm-hmm. foot's about to fall off. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, <laughs> no, it's definitely. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of. Uh, you know, I, obviously I've lived in New York and L.A. I like the coast, but there's a lot yeah. of you really. Got the hell out. Yeah. Yes. But there's like 
everyone has really nice lives in these places generally yes. in the coasts, and there seems to be a lack of understanding that other places in America, maybe their lives are not as sunny and great. It's always like, I was, it's not what we're talking about, but I always feel like it's I'm not a hunting guy. Yeah. But I totally understand if you're uh, uh, living in Mississippi and you don't have any money and you don't have a good job and you and you got all these kids and everything and you just want to, you know, your dad went hunting. No, I You agree. just want that release or whatever. No, uh, I grew up yeah. in a town of 5,000 in, so- in Southern Virginia after D.C. So all the, there was a, yeah, the, all the kids hunted. They took three days off during deer season. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the raddest shit. Like redneck sports, like, uh... Just fishing, fishing with sure. a spin rod. Peaceful. Fish. Oh, it's the most yeah. peaceful thing. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, hunting. I, I I got into shot. I mean, now I'm meditating and so stressed sure. out that yeah. that I don't want to be anywhere around guns. But at the same time, if you live in the woods, I'm country enough to understand that you need them. Yeah. Well, it's also like if you love guns and like shooting guns and killing things, go out in the woods and do it. Yeah. Go like, out yeah, the give woods. the give them the outlet. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and that's yeah. what I always say. Like, like a, yeah. a good redneck, if you can't su- survive off of a, a Zipco spin rod and a 12 gauge shotgun mm-hmm. and a pistol, sure. Like, mm-hmm. if you, if that's all you need, if yeah. you're good outdoorsman. Mm-hmm. That's why I think about all the automatic. Not to go super political, but it's sure. like these, re- like, they don't need that. Shit. Oh, of course, they don't need that. Like, if you're just gonna do hunting. Like, and you just need, like, a shotgun and a rifle yeah. and or a bow. And, yeah, I got no problem. It's a good way to be connected to nature. Yeah, it's, it, fishing is the same way. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you could eat it or you could throw it back in. Sure. And I've, you know, I've been to Mississippi. There's not, you know, they don't have a winter, a lovely uh, cafe in the park no. uh, to go sit by a bench, you know. They have water and they have woods. Yeah. I, uh, and you got to make that shit happen. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I, uh, or you're watching Fox News for the next 12 hours. Sure, it's a break. <laughs> yeah. I, it's probably better to shoot a, you know, a possum than uh, watch uh, Tucker Carlson or whatever. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, so I grew up with uh, basically listening to the same eight classic rock songs on the local radio station. Cool. And uh, some Christian rock. My brother was really into Christian ska. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, which is what its was own the number thing. one Christian ska band? Well, we like the OC Supertones. The OC Supertones. For Orange County. Not okay. Original Christ, but Orange County. Or, uh, yeah, this comes from California. This is some California ska. Yeah. Uh, saw them live oh, a couple wow. of times. Saw my fair amount. I don't remember the first time I went to a non Christian show music show but that was wow. definitely all of the yeah the you first. were in yeah you were in doctor oh yeah yeah we're in deep we're in, we're deep. in deep and those always like you know they do the show and then they give you a little testimony they slip that in at the back and they try to get some you know they're trying to save a few yeah on the way out you know it's quite a situation uh but those were fun i guess i'm not a I like do you music. Look back, yeah, do you look back on having fun? You must have had fun. Ska music uh, is very happy. Sure. I was not skanking around. And uh, they weren't that probably that good. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what good ska sounds like compared ah, to bad ska. On. Well, but, I just haven't listened so, to it. Oh, yes. Yeah. Sublime. Is Sublime ska? See, I don't even know that. Little, uh, okay. Operation Ivy. I don't know, but I'm not a super ska head. And yeah. I'm, not a, I'm not, definitely not a music nerd. But I like horns. Yeah, and that's I love like horns. Growing up in New Orleans, I feel like I have more of an appreciation for horns yes. than other other people might. Oh, dude, if you have a band, you got a smoking horn section. Oh yeah, sure. Chicago, come on. Yeah. Who doesn't love it? 
Uh, but basically, I would listen. Yeah, growing up, I'd listen to Stairway to Heaven probably about three times a day because it was just always the, what the local radio station would play. Yeah. Uh, and a few things like that. Um, and I gotta like get the lead out. Gotta get the lead out. Get the lead. All the classic rock stations around the country had a mm-hmm. had like a a term. Get the lead out. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and uh, you know, in New Orleans, we have uh, like bounce rap. Yeah. So I would listen to a little bit of that. Yeah. Like definitely like the school bus would play it was B ninety seven and they were playing kind of nineties. Yeah yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. We have Go Go in DC. Okay. Yeah, I know it's a whole its scene. Own, Yeah, that mm-hmm. has its own music and its own culture and it yeah, and I know bounce is very similar. Uh it's like almost a, a hybrid of hip hop in yes. a sense. It's a lot of shouting out ass shaking moves yes. in different neighborhoods in New Orleans. That's most of what it is. But I like it. Uh, yeah. The DC Go Go's a lot of thing. that. Is shout yeah. outs to everybody and mm-hmm. all their friends, which is always nice to get a shout out. Of course, it feels from great. From the stage, <laughs> yeah. and you're at the show, and the buddy is on stage going, "Hey, Big Rob, what's going on?" <laughs> uh-huh. I'll be like, "Oh yeah, I'm doing good, man." <laughs> Definitely one of I always think one of my favorite or kind of weird things about stand up is so there's this video, this guy uh, DJ Jubilee, who's a New Orleans bounce rapper oh wow and i used to watch one of his like live videos sometimes for work when i was like 19 or 20 and it would be him and it's just a song and he's just calling these dance moves and there's like 50 mostly just white ladies bouncing on the stage jiggling around and i like year a year later or so did a stand up in that very venue in new orleans and i just always love the comparison of like this guy's giving people it's just the hottest time of their life. They're dancing, they're grinding, they're loving everything. And then, like, I'm on the very same stage alone, you know, <laughs> talking about how dating is weird or whatever. It's just, uh, it's just a very different experiences. Uh, but I guess stand up can be cool, but you don't get that. Nobody's getting horny off of stand up generally, I don't think. No, not, yeah. Uh, yeah, stand up is, it's definitely a little bit of nerd mode. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, that's what I've learned over the years. There's mm-hmm. a lot of, uh, but, uh, no, killing in a room is always cool. Sure. I did not that night. I remember. But yeah, yes, yeah. but generally, yes. I was yeah. thinking about yeah. that today. I'm yeah. thinking about my career. Like, and, and I had a tough set last night. Like, I had a rough set. And, uh, but I also th- remember all the times I killed and how much mm-hmm. fun that was. Like, even they can't, you know, I just look back like, man, that was so much mm-hmm. just to go in and just, wah, bam. Sure. When you first, like, learn how to do stand-up, like, that's such a power move. Oh, my God, yeah. And, and it can and, still, yeah, it still feels great. Yeah, I guess, like, three and a half years in, and you're hanging out with, like, all the younger guys that are just starting, mm-hmm. and you kind of have that tool to go up there and just do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, in front of all these people, I think it's just so yeah, I think it's rad. Still. No, of course, of course. I definitely. Uh, but stand up is changing. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not like definitely TikTok and Instagram and podcasting has changed mm-hmm. like, the mm-hmm. yeah. what's going on out there. Well, it's also it's kind of like we're t- I was talking about like with uh, athletes and everything too. I just feel like there are way more people who like had nice parents. <laughs> and uh, and know how to treat their bodies and all that stuff. It's not so. It's less of the. I want to smoke weed all day. What's the job I can do where I can do that? Or, yeah, exactly. or this, that, or the other. Uh, where the It's definitely much, and a lot, still very funny people, but just uh, uh, much more high-functioning human beings. Yeah, there. Uh, I mean, when I started, yeah, there sure. was a sense of rock and roll. Like, mm-hmm. I do, I, whatever rock and roll means, I was thinking about that. Uh, it's on John Belushi's grave, says rock and roll forever. Oh, really? That's uh, funny. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. Uh, 
But yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I loved stand up. Was a little rock and roll. Like I toured mm-hmm. with Hedberg. I loved that. Yes. And, yeah. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah. There's a li- yeah. Just something that's nonconformity. I, I, that's what I talk about a lot about about mm-hmm. on the podcast. Is a, is like going against the grain is such a hard thing to do. Yeah. And yeah. now it seems like you know stand up there is a lane, but when I started there wasn't a lane to get in. Mm-hmm. It, was just, it's, it was just you just had to figure it out. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. like jazz, like you just stumbled upon this weird scene, and then you were like, okay, I go here. Sure, this yeah, this is great. This guy knows what he's doing. Yeah, no, that yeah, there definitely were because it feels like like before you or I would have started, there was like almost a clear path of like you know in the '80s or whatever. Yeah. You know, you do the you do clubs, you do the Tonight Show, yada, yada, yada. Might get some movies. Yes, might get some movies. And then that did kind of go away. Definitely did. Yeah. And then more amorphous. Now, I mean, I think it's still pretty uh, not super tangible, but there are more paths, like you're saying. It's But it's less, but the more of the paths are less about the actual stand-up than uh, your, just the personality or whatever, I feel And like, the PR right? approach. The PR approach, yeah. Yeah. Um, which is, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to embrace, you know, much like a ba- uh, basketball game, you want to sh- work on the stuff you're not strong at. Sure. And so sure. that's what I yeah. like about doing this podcast is like, it's, it is a pain in the ass and sometimes to edit and do everything, mm-hmm. but you know, it just makes me, you know, it keeps me in the game and it's tough and it's hard and it's weird. And, uh, but I enjoy doing it and working at it. Same thing with stand up. Like you just got to find art in everything yeah you know what i'm saying like yeah. it, whether it's making coffee that's something that's helped me with uh anxiety and everything else is like when i'm too so stressed out in life i just like okay how can i make this podcast or how can i yeah. make this moment yeah uh, good for better. you that's good that's yeah. a good way to be now did you i don't want to i had to practice it from a, yeah. a lot of like freakouts and and getting in my head for too long and it's but it, everything's a practice whether it's Stand up or meditation or art or being connected or being in love or everything is like we're waking up every day and practicing this thing. Yes, that's a good way to look at it. That's a good way to look at it. Definitely simplifies it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. What I found interesting about you, like, uh, the, t- can you talk? I'll do, I mean, we only got a few. It's, we're into 40 minutes. Now. Oh, my God. So, uh, but I oh. love your Christian background, like Christian rock, like. So you listened to Christian ska. Yeah. And was would you say you had a f- happy home life? No. <laughs> no. No, no, no. No. Uh, no, I, we could, but my, I was, I don't want to put anything out there. Oh, these I are all I stuff I've talked to about. maybe talk simply, like, there is a, the, like, I embrace everything and I don't think you could, I, I embrace the moment, but I also dig... I dig Jesus's message. Like, really? No, I, that's fair. From a hippie sense. Yeah, no, that's from fair. From peace, love. I do in my heart. I am like a peace, love, hippie. Yeah. Uh, guy, you know, one love type dude. But if it's yeah, it, but it comes back to conformity and 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 and, and, sh- and telling people what to do and judgment. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely not uh, like as somebody who used to be religious. I'm definitely not a person who gets very aggressive anti. Yeah. religion i'm definitely not somebody who like because uh, sometimes it does that some people get very like if somebody's like street preaching or whatever i don't care there are but there are those people that will just yell at them or whatever and uh or get it makes them queasy uh to see triggers yeah triggers would be the term absolutely yeah i uh i think it's good to be nice to people or whatever but yeah. uh spirituality 
I have a hard time necessarily accessing that. Uh, Which is good. Yeah. But I, I support it, and I think it's probably good to feel connected to the world and nature and all those things. Yeah. And that's probably a better way to look at it. It is interesting, like, when you look at, like, self-help books and even, like, stuff Jesus says and just all the stuff step. in the Bible. 12-step. Yeah. So much of it is about uh, just trying to be present. Yeah. That's even, like, a lot of what Jesus is talking about It's just trying to be present in the moment. Uh, and it's just amazing how, like, so many, like, every song since the beginning of time is either about, like, wanting to get laid or that everything will eventually be okay. So just, like, the concept that we've all been dealing with these all these things since the beginning of time and that the key has always been to try to just exist in the moment and since the beginning of time. But obviously it's still quite hard because we're all still struggling with that. But nothing has really changed as far as human existence, even as the world has changed completely around I yeah. think if that makes sense. No, that's a hundred percent makes sense. Like as complicated with these podcasts and sure. social media and celebrity and money and everything, it is we're just spinning on this rock and like yeah. Uh just being nice and living in the moment is is uh is how you get to experience it. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm feeling this breeze right now. Oh, lovely breeze. It's, yeah. it's such a good breeze. And uh, if I really sat there, I was like, oh, man, this that's kind of like the, where I'm at. Like being alive is fun, like feeling a breeze, uh, a quick break away from everybody and mm-hmm. just being in a quiet spot. I love and noise and running. And there's a time for everything. Sure. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Quiet's good. I imagine in the with the kid and stuff, you, you seek the quiet maybe a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I do. I, I do. Think, I yeah. do. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, but I also I was single for a long time. So, I you know. I, and I also was always kind of a lone wolf in my own way. Sure. Like well, I, comics. You yeah, know? kind yeah. of a, a nonconformist in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, but now you would say, so it, it, you grew up Southern Baptist. Was there music in the church? Was it hymns? Music, yeah, hymns. Hymns. So just like old Southern Baptist is just elderly white people mad and sweating in suits. Sure, I mean, that's funkier than most of them, but yeah. sweet. I was singing Mm -hmm. that, that, I was like, because I was thinking about hymns, because I Mm -hmm. did sing, sing I had a weird, my, what was weird about my uh, Methodist bring up is that I never was too into it, but I never hated it. Like, I oh was, really? I yeah. Thought, I mean, I, that's kind of how there I was. There was a cool chick at, at, at church that I liked, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. was fun. My older brother was there, and I was I wasn't listening. I was making laugh, and mm-hmm. I was falling asleep. It was I, I did hate going, to, but now in hindsight, I like those hymns. Amazing Grace is a good one. The hymns are good. Amazing Grace is solid. Holy, holy, holy. holy. It's another oh banger. yeah, you get holy. But we used to always put shit at the end. Holy, oh, that's fun. Holy, well, you guys were bad boys. Oh, Shit. Yeah. I, just as a joke under our thing. Yeah, of course. Good, but it mocking. was in church, so we were kind of tr- treading dangerous. I, definitely, like, in hindsight, I was never, I don't think I was ever super into it, but I was not, I, there, it was also where a lot of my socializing came through. Yeah. Uh, you know, you would do the little greeting in the beginning, and I'd get some hugs from other from girls. That was exciting. Yeah, and you're on stage in Absolutely. front of the crowd. That must have been your early well, stand-up, you know. When stuff. I was in high school, there was, like, a brief period of time when I would do, like, the morning announcements on Sundays. So just, oh, yeah. like, who's doing this? And I literally, I would go up with the sole desire to crush. And I did. I would really bring the house down on these uh, announcements. Just little honestly just kind of sarcastic comments or whatever and eventually the pastor who was very nice had to be like hey we kind of can't have you just come up here 
and try to make la- get laughs for the first <laughs> 10 minutes of church. Uh, but that was great. That was a great time. Oh, you uh, must have yeah. been the cutest, funniest kid, man. Oh, yeah. I was bringing the heat. You I don't remember. It, yeah. Killing it. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't want to go on some super, but I I thought it was interesting. And Southern Baptist is always interesting because it is so hardcore, very uh, hardcore. Hate dancing. Yeah, yeah, they're they're very much just into anything pleasure. Just very negative. It's just like that tough. I know that tough Appalachian. Like, yeah. Just stone coldness. And well, it's like, also like I feel. I always feel like obviously there's a plenty of reasons for this, but like one of the reasons why there's so much homophobia in some ways. Is I think that you're with you're just like a bitter old guy, yeah, and you've given up anything joyful, yes, and then you're looking at like a stereotypical gay man who's like dressed comfortably yeah. and like dancing and singing and getting laid anytime he wants, and why would you not hate that, you know? <laughs> uh, that's how I, and then I always, and then like if you just stare like lesbians always just stereotypically seem less happy. Yes. So I feel like that's one reason why I never, you never hear, I never heard anybody talk about les, like get mad about lesbians <laughs> in the church because I think they were like, well, at least they're miserable, yeah, like yeah, I yeah. am. Yeah, yeah, Methodists they were allowed. I know it's uh, that's great. Yeah, and that's as great. I got older, my mom was like, ah. and like, but half the church turned gay. Like, <laughs> oh wow, good for, well, that's great, good for them. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, but uh, but it, you know, it was just an inner city. Uh, it was much like living in Brooklyn here, but in the sure. '80s and stuff. But as the '90s and the 2000s got along. Yeah, that that movement has opened up, and yeah, and it's it's better. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I don't think the That's Southern Baptists come That's the thing about Christianity, Christianity is the judgment. I think you say don't judge. That's the whole thing. Is like there's all these basic commandments like thou shalt not kill. That's what I've been thinking about with guns and the gun deaths and the the human. Like I read something about if man has the will to kill, the universe will never completely open. Okay. Wow. That's powerful. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I thought about American culture and just everything that we have going on here. But at the same time, you got to protect your neck. Sure. Sure. <laughs> no, I have several guns on me right now. You yeah. Know? I, I don't. I, uh, yeah, it's definitely, uh, it's a, a tricky, yeah, it's a tricky business. The, I had another religion thought, but it went away. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. I'm not even high, Rob. Yeah. You're just talking to me. Yeah. <laughs> you're getting the uh-huh. contact, Rob. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, we don't have to go super. I mean, you've been too cool. It's 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 uh, forty seven minutes, uh, dude. I did your show the other night. I love doing your show. It's at Young Ethel's. It's oh, every yeah. week. If you're ever in Brooklyn, come to. It's free. It's at seven thirty, and he gets the best comics in the city. Yeah, it's fun. Free yeah. show, uh, tight runtime. It's usually about an hour. Come yes. on. And what else do you want in a stand up? Yeah. Nobody's like, I want that show to be longer. You no. know? Yeah. And it's good comics. Yeah, I would we have say 90 minutes for everything. This, of course. This is, this is an hour, and I don't even make it to that. But uh, any movie after 90 minutes bums me out. Sure. <laughs> sure. You're not seeing The Lord of the Rings, it sounds like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have seen it, but it wasn't worth Too long. Too long. Too it long. wasn't worth it. I never saw the third one. Uh, no need. Keep it down to 90. Uh-huh. Yeah, the third Yeah, I kept on falling asleep in the movie theaters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I would rewatch them. They, there is some cool shit to it. Sure. What about the new Star Wars stuff? Are you watching any of this stuff? I like it fine. Mandalorian? I would say. I saw the first. I think I need to watch the new season because I read something. It seemed like it might be interesting. Yeah. Uh, I definitely have watched pretty much all the Star Wars things. Not like I haven't seen some of the new shows. But I, I, it's not my absolute favorite. Yes. Uh, I always felt like, Star Wars I like fine, but I felt like as a kid, I like pretended to like James Bond and uh, Star Trek for a very long time. I don't really know why. But in hindsight, I don't think I ever really got any joy out of James Bond. 
Oh, James uh-huh. Bond was cool though. Those, he's cool. I love those ski shots. Sure, of course. Well, he's a great skier. The great Absolutely. skier, dude. Yeah. On the Swiss Alps. <laughs> oh, dude. Some of that f- photography. The thing about the James F- Bond's films, it's the opening sequences. Mm-hmm. The artistic, and the music. Like it was just so big budget, and they would get sure. these cats to do these insane intros. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, any of those ski shots when they got machine guns and machine sure, they should have just done like a ski move, like an eighties ski camp movie, oh. sex comedy with Dude, James Bond. Dude, forget the podcast. Let's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. let's uh-huh. write this ski eighties uh, <laughs> action movie. Yeah, absolutely. Where that it's just all machine guns and skiing. Uh-huh. That'd be fine. That'd be good. That'd be good for TikTok. You know great for TikTok yeah. and you don't have yeah. to show much violence you just like show the uh, snow pop up absolutely so like which is already cartoonish. fun oh uh-huh. always yeah absolutely yeah yeah uh, great people don't talk enough about James Bond skiing uh, abilities yeah and always the classic shot is dropping off the chairlift sure <laughs> sure sure yeah which we all think about whenever you're on a chairlift you're like I could do that it'd be fun it, it would be, be fun to try to break my leg it might end poorly yeah but yeah. the drop you think about it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Of course. Of Thank course. You. Yeah. Pretty uh, thrill. Yeah, I'm going up to Vermont. Speaking of the Northeast, I am booked. I'm doing like a, a club near Killington mm. in the winter. And I don't ski that much, but every year I try to go once. And mm-hmm. that's the one I'm like, looking forward to. Vermont in the winter. I have I have done comedy in Vermont in the winter. It is a, it's a, it's What's the too deal? cold. It's just too cold. Why is it this oh, cold? Oh, and shit. why are we out there? But yeah, it was fun. The shows were fun. It'll be cool. It'll, yeah. Because they don't care. It's going to be an go adventure. Out. Yeah. yeah. They're used to it, but it's just, I never quite experienced that level of cold. Oh. Um, but that was February. So it, maybe, yeah. It'll work out. But Zach, oh, thank yeah, you. We'll wrap it up. Uh, is there anything you want to plug before we we shut it down? Um, the Young Ethel Show, and oh, I'm uh, also Zach Sims on uh, social media. Uh, thanks, A L S O, Zach Sims. Zach Sims, check him out. One Super M. funny, cool. Yeah, uh, one of my favorite guys to see around. Absolutely, you Thank as well. You for doing it, of dude. course. Thanks You're for having best. me. Yeah, Peace and love, everybody. We're out. Thank you.